1: I'm Phil Bechtel. Before we get started today, I want to give a shout-out to Livia, who shared a drawing she drew of Stella, throwing Stinklebeans the cat all the way out to the boat from one of our Low Main mansion episodes. That was a pretty funny scene, and I really enjoy the drawing, Livia. Thank you so much for that. Everyone can visit the website, kidstoriespodcast.com, to check that out as well. Now, today... We have the beginning of a thrilling tale of danger and adventure, and this is just going to be the first of many episodes that will comprise this series. We'll meet some new characters and run into some familiar ones as well, and we're going to jump right in with Kingdom Defenders Part 1. Nearly every day, Eleanor and Joseph retreated to the woods near their castle to practice. They challenged themselves to be the best ninjas they could be. And because of their intense training, they had become two of the fiercest ninjas on Wayward Island. They used their swords to attack trees, pretending they were enemies. They swung through the branches, spinning and flipping and pushing their limits. Just like always, after their training, they sat on the same large flat stone and ate their lunch. They looked down upon their castle from the high hill they were on. They could see soldiers, looking as small as bugs from this far away, patrolling the gates and walls. They could see the huge royal beach behind the castle, with a few docks and some ships out to sea. The sun was high in the sky, and it was another great day on Wayward Island. "'Hey, Eleanor,' said Joseph, "'who's coming to port?' Joseph had noticed a large rickety ship in the distance behind the castle approaching the beach. "'I don't know,' said Eleanor. "'It doesn't look familiar. "'Wait, is it? Is it headed straight for the beach?' Eleanor noticed with some alarm that the large ship appeared to be running at full speed right into the beach. Normally, boats visiting the castle would use one of the docks on either side of the beach— "'No one steered their boat right into the beach. "'But that's just what this out-of-control boat was doing. "'We better get down there and check that out,' said Eleanor. "'And just as she said that, the approaching boat "'blasted every one of its cannons at the castle. "'Parts of the stone walls and towers "'exploded in a mess of rocks and wood. "'They're attacking the castle,' said Joseph in complete surprise.' The ship blasted a few more cannon shots at the castle before running right up onto the beach. "'Come on,' said Eleanor. "'Let's go!' Eleanor and Joseph strapped on their skis and slid down the hill back to the castle. They approached the castle walls with great speed, and instead of waiting for the gate to be opened, they used a small hill in front of the castle to ramp completely over the wall and into the castle courtyard." Once inside the castle courtyard, they witnessed the organized chaos of an invasion. The kingdom's soldiers were rushing about. Emergency horns were blaring. Eleanor and Joseph both jumped out of their ski boots and ran inside the castle. As they rushed through the main hall, they grabbed weapons hung on the walls for decoration. Once they emerged out the other side of the castle, they could see all the way down to the beach. The kingdom's soldiers were battling fiercely. Eleanor and Joseph paused only briefly at what they saw. The invading army was a creature they had never seen before. Instead of humans leaping off the boat and attacking the castle, it was uh, round things, round and squishy, with dark eyes in the middle, and it looked like they could reshape themselves however they pleased. Swords seemed to cut right through them with little effect, and arrows just stuck into their translucent body and barely slowed them down. Eleanor and Joseph had heard of these creatures recently. In fact, they had poked a bit of fun at the person who delivered the story of these creatures. Their friend Horace had returned from a trip recently and said the place where he was staying had a bunch of people there that had been displaced by these creatures— The stories they told were awful, and they mentioned that they had taken over another entire island in less than a week. Eleanor and Joseph didn't really believe the news, and they teased their friend Horace about thinking it were true. But now, they remembered the stories Horace told, and they remembered the name of these awful, silly-looking beasts. Gloops. Dear Eleanor, you must get back inside the castle where it's safe yelled the captain of the guard as he rushed past to fight the gloops down by the beach. Joseph looked at Eleanor. It'll be safe when we get those gloops dealt with. Come on, Joseph. The two siblings rushed down toward the beach and engaged the gloops in battle. All around them, kingdom soldiers clashed with gloops in a fierce assault. The gloops had the upper hand, though, and were slowly advancing up the hill to the castle. The castle soldiers couldn't figure out a way to fend off the gloops. Their swords and arrows just weren't having an effect. Then Joseph remembered something Horace had told them about the gloops. There were stories that they were afraid of fire. Fire! he yelled out to his sister, and then she remembered too. Joseph ran up to the castle and grabbed two torches hanging from the walls. He ran back down and handed one to Eleanor, who was fighting off the advance of a gloop with her sword. Eleanor and Joseph charged the gloops with their torches, and the creatures rolled backward, obviously trying to avoid the flames. Torches! yelled Joseph. Fight them off with torches! At this suggestion, and seeing Eleanor and Joseph break the gloop assault with their two torches, some soldiers ran up to the castle to get more. A couple other soldiers nearby used oil lamps to light a small shed on fire. All the gloops near the shed moved away as the fire grew. Castle soldiers began kicking burning pieces of wood from the flames out at the gloops, and soon there were smaller bonfires all over the rear lawn of the castle and leading down to the beach. The gloops broke formation and scattered giving the castle soldiers greater opportunity to chase them down with flaming torches. Eleanor and Joseph rushed from one gloop to the next. They teamed up on them, swiping and stabbing at them with their torches and swords and driving them back to the water of the beach. Once in the water, the gloops slowly dissolved, which must have been why they wanted to drive their boats right up into the sand, so they could plop down onto the ground without worrying about falling in the water. Now the evil Gloops were all being driven back to the water where they met their fate. Once the threat was neutralized, the soldiers tended to the fires, and Eleanor and Joseph checked on their parents, who had been fighting another group of Gloops that attacked from the north on foot. Or, well, not on foot, since Gloops don't have feet, but, you know, they rolled in from the north. Soon, Horace and his parents raced in on horseback, to check on the castle. Horace, Eleanor, and Joseph hugged. You were right, said Joseph. They're real. I wish I wasn't, said Horace. But there are reports that they're all over the island, invaded from all sides and advancing quickly. I fear this is just the beginning. The end. Thanks for listening to today's story. It sounds like the Gloop army is on the roll again, out to conquer yet another island kingdom. But maybe this time, Eleanor, Joseph, and the kingdom soldiers will have better luck fighting them off. If you have any questions about the stories, or if you would like to submit a drawing, please have your adult email me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios!